they just don't like hard games. I'm sorry. It's a skill issue. It's a skill issue. It's a skill issue. Honestly. That guy. Oh my god, he's such a prick. You know, and here's the thing. It wouldn't be so bad if he wasn't like 18 or 19 and wasn't just a fucking like he just he isn't world weary yet. He doesn't know how to talk to people. Like I was that idiot too when I was 17. All right. He had his entire teenage years in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 101 of Press Any Key. I'm your host, Pat Napperano. You can follow us on all social media at pressanykey.tv. You can also go to our website, pressanykey.tv. I always want to follow that up with .com, but I know that's not <laughs> how that works. .tv.com. .tv.com. With me, as always, my co-host, give it up for Mike Burke. And on the ones and twos, Nick McFly, everybody, give it up for him. Woo. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not doing drops today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we got ah, we got that yeah, queued up later. Yeah, fuck all that. We'll have better drops next week anyway, so I'm not really too we worried about. We got better it. drops coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like such like a shitty first grader thing. Well, I got better drops coming next week. My dad's house has better drops. It's like creating a class system for drops. Kind of like AMC is creating a class system oh. with their seats. Oh, oh shit. He did it. Yes, he did it. That's one for one, baby. Let's see if we can keep going <laughs> this episode. I'm about it. Uh, yeah, so we'll just get right into it. Uh, straight up. Well, AMC is trying to get people back in the movie theaters by literally the worst avenue possible. Like, absolutely terrible. Um, so, from what I can tell, it seems that AMC is going to be doing like charging per tickets for like the best seats in the house. And have you guys seen any of the diagrams of what the seats are going to be? No, no, I have not. You've seen them, right? Yeah. You, you get, you get, <laughs> it's an extra dollar for the good seats and then a dollar off for the very front row and like one that's next to a it's handicap. It's a dollar chair. is yeah. the difference. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. And people I'm, were outraged. Well, no, I thought it would end up being like, you know, $20 for like, you know, the prime right. seat and then like, I don't know, like $15 for this. But it's like if you're just charging a dollar, yeah, it's like shut up. Like it's <laughs> like both like you can be outraged and then also like AMC. Are you fucking well, like this is how it starts? I know. Yeah. yeah. And now here's my thing is that like I get like the whole idea of like, all right, it's a better view. So we want it. But ultimately you're looking at a fucking screen. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, I mean, if you're in the front, it's yeah, significantly get, shittier than I like get that. But also, like, no, I mean, it's very few and far between. Do you see, like, like it's like the biggest movies on opening night sell out those front seats. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And it's just weird to me that like they think this is the way to bring people back to the movies. You know what I mean? Like it, it and like it, there's this whole th I don't know what this narrative is about like. People aren't going back to the movies, but it's like, I don't think that's true because Avatar is about to become the second highest grossing movie ever. Yeah, how many so like, billion dollar movies did we have last year? <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm, I mean, not as much as usual, <laughs> but, I th I but yes, but be, you know what I'm, yeah. But the one that we did kind of encapsulated all of All it. of them. Yeah. This would be a bigger deal if we still had the old style theaters where there was like a thousand seats packed in, but like... There's no bad seats really in the in the newer theaters yeah. with the big comfy armchairs. That's I'm a not, good point. Yeah. Like Yeah, there's not 40 times the amount of seats there are in theaters now. Yeah, <laughs> and even then it's once again you're still just looking at a screen. Like it's not like you're going to see a performer who rehearsed right. for months with an entire crew and you picked the best seats in the house. Like, you know what I mean? We're going to get Ticketmaster for AMC. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, I know. And Dark Brandon's coming for them too. Eh? <laughs> So yeah, anyway, the the diagram seemed that 
it's all the middle seats pretty much, right, Nick? It's yep. just everything in the middle where the sound engineer sticks, sits yeah. to mix the sound. And then the stuff like the two back rows are like the whatever price and then everything in the front and sides. Oh, are. yeah, dude, I'm excited because I'm a back row kind of guy. Oh, yeah. I saw some people were like, this is bad for me because I'm a I'm a I'm a like an aisle guy. I like to sit on the aisle. And now people who are trying to avoid the higher prices in the middle are going to be incentivized to slide over into my <laughs> this is seat. like a very specific dude's yeah. issue and like gripe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I had my fun for years. <laughs> if anyone would come up to me after I bought a ticket to a movie, movie it was like hey you're in my seat I'd be like no i paid no no no. that's just i come here all, that's my can we still no i'm an aisle, like, i'm an aisle guy like, no, no, we're good. Thanks. that's Sorry just a seinfeld that. bit I mean, essentially it, like. yeah. <laughs> but once again like this is one of those things where i get it's just the start of something but it's a dollar difference and the whole point is to push you towards a list and if you have an a list it oh this do you does not, not it doesn't affect it you. does not matter oh okay and yeah. also yeah like you said it's the start it's the start It'll be a dollar, and then it'll be like we're doing a dollar fifty, and then it's like four dollars. It's like the fucking then... Parkway tolls. It's like two twenty five. First, they came for the middle seats, but I'm an aisle guy, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> Fantastic. And then, they, and then they came for the aisles. <laughs> Nick's in the back. He's and like, there was, yeah, there was no one left to help me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be in the back. I'd be fine. He's good. Doesn't matter. Aisle. You like center. the back? You like the back row? Um, I think I like not having anybody behind me. Fair I kind of like the isolation. Like Al Capone, there. you know, he didn't want like, to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Sitting in the corner. Yeah. He always sat with his back up against the wall, you know, because no one could come up behind him then. But the IRS. Yeah, I mean, that's how they got him. I know. Um, From the back. Uh, <laughs> they're a backdoor type of company. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> company. I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember. Um. What was the uh, the big deal that they were talking about? Oh, this is like, this is going to make it more expensive for families to go to the movies. And it's like, yes, but if it's a difference of $5 to go to the movies, it's going to make her... Like, if you... Okay, it, if you spend money on five movie tickets, right? And it costs X amount of dollars. $125 on yeah, five movie tickets. Exactly. And you have to spend an additional $5 on top of that, and that breaks the bank. You got to get your priorities it's straight. About the prin- <laughs> it's about the principle of it. I'm I'm on the anti-AMC side for this. If you're not, if you're going to charge the dollar, then just don't charge well, it that, all. Well, that's the other problem, too, is that they keep talking about how they want to get people back in theaters, yet they're charging more money. And the whole thing was the reason they survived COVID was the meme stocks. You could literally also just increase every ticket price by 25 cents or 50 cents. No one would know. Yeah. Don't say anything. And, like, I don't know what the fucking cost a movie ticket is i would just take down take like obviously you get people more excited by bringing down the cost of the front row and the sides rather than raising the price like saying because when you go to buy it i checked it out and it's like plus one for premium seat oh so you're like just give me a deal and i'll you, go if you just presented it as deals that, you know and, people and, love deals and, and people like deals but. you gotta remember though they have to negotiate these prices these ticket prices depending on the demographic like whatever the salary range of the reason is and with the distributors so this plan was back and forth with the studio distributors for months that whole five dollar ticket tuesday shit they fought for years for that <laughs> shit I mean, for years, and they finally got it in 2012. So this was not something they just woke up one morning and whatever that that dickhead is that runs AMC. Everybody but hates him. Um, do you know how much a movie ticket costs? I mean, you probably do. Nick, off the top of your head, do you know what a movie ticket costs? I honestly don't know. No. Without the the just just membership, if I, if, yeah. I'm gonna guess like sixteen, seventeen dollars. What you what are you thinking? 
depending on the format and time of day. I'm just going to go like any, a normal, a normal AMC. Between, like regular format at a prime time, like 8 p.m. Call it on a Friday, 8 p.m. Yeah. Okay, I would say anywhere in between 13 to $16. Sure. Right, like probably I don't know, but like what I, what I'm saying, no, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. is it's just like I don't make it sixteen fifty. Like I'm not gonna be like you know the last time I came to the movies I paid fifteen dollars. Like, Are you kidding me? It's yeah, like let me go life. and look at my fucking ticket from yeah. two Mike, months ago. You should have a conversation with my dad because he remembers the price of everything he's ever bought and he's never stopped talking about it. Yeah, and here's the other thing too. Now, <laughs> but he's gonna go off about this if yeah. he goes to the movies yeah. as opposed to like oh I think eggs are more money now. <laughs> Them saying that they're adjusting these seat pricing by sight lines is them retroactively admitting that not all the seats are the same <laughs> we have shit and that seats. they were charging the same for shit seats as opposed to premium seats and that was the rush to get good seats you know are what there, I mean? Are there non upsell downsell seats? Um, I believe so. There's you know, the, you know what I mean? The sticky ones <laughs> the in the back side. corner. Yeah. <laughs> the sides. The pervert seats. The, the pervy I think it's the sides and the back are regular, you know, regular price. The middle like seats face are, value. are yeah, yeah. face value. The the middle seats are the plus one premium, plus one dollar premium. And the front row and then one seat next to the handicap in the second row is minus one dollar. Don't you still need... To like go with somebody who like requires those like that's that's like so the person accompanying the handicap oh, okay, yeah. spot gets that that extra that fee. It's like when off. I went to a date to remember yes, Liz with, got Liz the is, yeah uh, and I got the seat next to her. You would have saved a whole dollar at AMC. I know. See, I think the the reason being so, uh, like I said, it's the front row, the handicap, and the one next to it. I think the reason they did they had to do that by oh, law. Shit. I was reading one thread saying. Um, everything good? Yeah, no, it's fine. I just had a little thing. I'll cut that out. <laughs> Pat's heart. Um, so uh, the they can't offer um the handicap seat for more than the lowest possible price for a seat. Makes so sense. they included one handicap seat, and then all the other ones are regular price. It's so hard to be a good person. <laughs> it's so it's hard to be really, a good capitalist. It's almost like there's no ethical consumption <laughs> under capitalism, and that'll come up later. And that's which, God, baby girl. To be fair, that also isn't true, because my one friend was like, well, what if you just buy a potato from the potato farmer down the street? Okay, whatever. But we can't anymore. We can't do that anymore. You can't. They throw food away to keep the prices where they're at. Big potatoes coming in and making me buy it from <laughs> Potato Mart. Stud those, fuckers. Those dirty Spud little potato fuckers. people. Stud fuckers. And <laughs> we're back around. All right. Um. Yeah. So listen, I don't get the big deal. Like, if at this point, if you had an A list, it doesn't matter because that's what moviegoers were getting, and like that's why that to put Movie Pass out of business. The only problem that we have right now is that this is a leadership industry so if this is successful regal and cinemark will follow and i truthfully i think cinemark and regal are already behind but not by not offering an a-list um package regal has something but it's not the same it's just like you pay eight dollars a month and you get a discount on everything as opposed and that was the original stubs membership where now the a-list is you guys know how it is it's just 25 dollars a month to see three movies a week you know and you get points and shit that's what they need to do because if they introduce that system, I I mean, we have a Regal and a Cinemark in town. I'd gladly pick up one of those to have an alternative because I hate the fact that AMC cut showtimes too. You ever notice how there's no more 8 o'clock showtimes? No. It's no. always fucking 
like three forty-five, yeah, five thirty, seven o'clock, nine thirty, eleven. 11. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Where's the eight o'clock? The ten o'clock? Like I know. It's uh, it's how they get more people to buy. You know? I, I I saw one thing. I forget who. Uh, I think it was maybe Joseph Gordon Levitt or somebody who was saying he was like the movie theater was a democratizing place. Oh fuck! And it's just um, like all those tapes. Elijah Wood. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's oh, like, I remember you're this, getting yeah. a little bit on a high horse about like how the theater was the bastion of democracy. Well, it's well, just like it's, what he heard. He heard this and probably didn't read anything about it. and was just like, oh, I better score some points. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like Taco Bell. Taco Bell is I love all the tweets where it's like it can be 2 a.m. And it's like you are in a shitty beat up Jeep and the guy behind you is in a Rolls Royce and it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. It is the great equalizer <laughs> in the drive. <laughs> the fourth meal is yeah. the great equalizer. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I don't get the outrage. Listen, if whatever, just buy an A list subscription at this point. Just do it. You're going to the movies anyway. You're spending too much money as it is. Until you forget about it, and then it goes on for months and months, and you haven't seen a movie, and you just threw away two hundred dollars. <laughs> Oops. Or you move to Mexico and they don't have any <laughs> MCs that you that was, can use. That's so, that's so great. All right. Um. Anyway, so speaking of AMC, um. Oh, wait, that's not AC, AMC. That's A24. Anyway. Close. All right. Well, I guess I'm one for two now. Yeah. Um. So A24 actually announced something interesting this week. Have you guys heard of The Back Rooms? Yes. It is a this this new this new fad called Limital Horror, I guess it's called. I'll pull up um I'll pull up the video of it. So this came from, I'm pretty sure. Go ahead and turn that down. Yeah. I think the backroom shit, at least I saw it when it was starting to blow up on TikTok, was like a oh, dude yeah. who was making a backrooms account. And it's all like weird things like this, where it's like empty office spaces or malls that have been abandoned. They're called liminal spaces. And they're just going through and doing like horror shit with this video. Yeah. And it's it's supposed to be eerie and like make you uncomfortable, which I watched this whole one and I was very uncomfortable while I watched it. Now, I, it almost reminds me of Skinamarink. I was going to say you were talking all sorts of shit on Skinamarink. But the but the thing is, like, I think there's some shit that actually happens in this. As opposed yeah, to there's like there's like weird. <laughs> like, look at like. Yeah. And the other thing is that. So all oh, of this, this cool. like yeah. that right there. All of this is extremely VFX heavy. And that's the important. That's the. Um, the impressive part is that a lot of this is done in the software and he, it's making it look like it's done in camera. And yeah, that's yeah. the very impressive part. And the, the fact that he did it in like basically his home office. But yeah, um, the whole thing with all of these is like they're weird mazes or you have to do different things to get to different levels of the back rooms. And there's weird like cryptid yep. like it's all of like the siren head dudes and like the slender man yeah. type shit yeah yeah yeah. that one looks the like the fucking droid from um, yeah it's very it's very internet creepy also pasta look horror. at watch this shit i i watched i saw this and i couldn't tell if when they turn the light on if you're looking up a set of stairs or down a set of stairs so it plays with your perception of um the environment like that oh actually, yeah that like, does see, make it see like i oh and that's the thing like when when was the train and see now it looks like you're looking upstairs you know that's pretty cool when the lights change like what the fuck like so um also the monster in this one looks like the fucking uh scout droid from um <laughs> roger from, roger <laughs> uh uh god what is it uh star wars um we're in the snow Oh well, yeah, <laughs> that's the that's when I have the help, the, help me. Yeah, I'm yeah, on Hoth. Exactly. Help, help. <laughs> and then I'm tr- what the fuck? It's cool, dude. Like I'm really excited for this. And then honestly. I guess he gets captured, and then it drops him from the sky. Like they just put a drone up there and turned off the engines, right? 
Probably. And then do you think that's the end? But that's the last eerie shot with like the all the the sound effects of like the birds and shit. So anyway, the impressive part about this is that the guy who put it together is a seventeen year old. Oh, that's this dude. Yep. Yeah. Um. So um, makes sense. Those goddamn. Gen Z in their so back room. James Wan and Michael Clear producing uh, Wan's Atomic Monster and executive producing. Uh, they're overseeing the, the you know the company going forward, and basically uh, Roberto Patino is attached to write the screenplay and produce this. So I hold on, let me just find the actual information. So sh- where the fuck I had this highlighted before? I'm a fucking idiot right now. Either way though, 17 year old YouTuber went viral on TikTok. YouTube, these these videos, like, all together have, like, almost 100 million plays. Damn. He's made a name for himself. So they're deciding. So Kane Parsons is a 17-year-old director and VFX artist. His viral, his, his viral found footage YouTube series, The Backrooms, has amassed nearly 100 million views. Parsons will direct the film over his summer vacation. Wow. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah, it'll be easy. That'd to- be the craziest summer of my life if I was 17. <laughs> the only 17th summer of my life. <laughs> the craziest yeah. summer. Um... But yeah, I'm looking forward to this because it, once again, as you said before, Nick, uh, we were talking about A24, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, and we said that um, we said that they don't put out enough heaters to sniff their own farts like they yes. do. However, we do appreciate the fact that they take chances on weird and wacky shit like this, you know, and independent creators. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do so, we? Are there any like? anticipated dates and everything I, i'm guessing it's probably going to come out uh, next year or something or i don't know he's got he's got two months to shoot it so. well, i mean yeah well, they'll shoot it in two months um it's- we'll see i i don't think there's anything right now about a release date but they just said that they're gonna they're gonna co-finance it um on this with atomic monster and 21 laps entertainment sharon entertainment and a24 so you know it's it's just based off of his youtube channel so we'll see and i don't know summer break yeah cool What's it like to, you know, be a teenager in the summer of love? 1969. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of love, everybody, if you haven't seen our, our lights today, it's because it's, it's Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Our right? light. Oh, no, you got you got that one over there. This one's blue, though. Yeah, I forgot to calibrate that one. <laughs> don't, don't point <laughs> don't it point out. Don't out. point it out. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. They, LifeX has these fucking presets that they send out every, like, you know, Holiday. LifeX is the light company? Yeah. It sounds like a brand of a fucking condom. Well, it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's like. Oh, yeah, it's like they, they have their Valentine's Day special. I'm like, Pat talking about his condoms? <laughs> it's LifeX. Come get your fuck on. Anyway, <laughs> so speaking of getting your fuck on, it was a Nintendo Direct this week. And of course, like every Nintendo Direct, 98% of it is absolute shovelware that no one will play. Who's playing these games? They did not get their fuck on. They did not get their fuck on. <laughs> Who is playing these games, though, Mike? Who's playing the shovelware, Mike? You think it would be me, and it's not. It's and not. that's saying something. I know. Like, I know. Big Nintendo fan, big indie fan. So I just pulled out the four big releases that they dropped, or they dropped information on, um, rather. So the first one up is uh Kirby returns to Dreamland Deluxe. I didn't even know I wanted a remake. I didn't even know Kirby left Dreamland. (laughs) Hey Nick. (laughs) He's going he's going back to AA. Uh so this comes out February twenty fourth exclusively on Switch, obviously. Um and it's the remake of the classic Wii Adventure from twenty thirteen. I don't think I played that game. I didn't play a l I didn't think I played 
it, I don't think I had it, but I definitely played it. You know what I mean? Um, so then, I mean, like it. I'm always down for Kirby games, but I haven't found that Kirby game that's like I need like a Breath of the Wild Kirby. Apparently, game. the last Kirby game that just came out was lit. Was like real, real good. It yeah. got great reviews. Liz has it. She yeah. liked it. Um, but like I need like uh, I need what I need what Breath of the Wild did to Zelda for Kirby. I need something like. That, that that is gonna sink me in for and hours. Like revitalize on the franchise. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> or ruin it. Apparently, according to our comment section. Yeah, <laughs> who'd have thought? <laughs> I didn't hear a single bad thing about that game when it came out, and then oh, apparently everybody hates it. People are just you know. <laughs> well, I gotta. Be, the one criticism I have of it is the weapon breaking, and we'll get to that. <laughs> but later. that's more of a like a preference rather than about like how good or bad the game is. It has nothing to do like with the gameplay. It's just a mechanic, and if you're salty about it, you're salty. No, about that it, dude. Yeah. It is a. It has a hundred. It's a huge aspect of the gameplay. It's a huge aspect it's of the game. It's a part of the combat. It's a part of the combat, which is cool. Like if you if you just learn how to do it then you're good because like breaking weapons on people deals extra damage learn what you're doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I don't know i don't like the fact that it took me 60 hours to get all the master sword all the gear and everything Master Sword doesn't break my guy yeah yeah it does it loses charge and then you have to fucking wait for and but the cooldown is like how many hours i don't remember yeah exactly it's not it's not easy i think at the end of the day though it's not a matter of how good or bad like that is it's a feature of the game that you are not partial to but we are taught you just don't like hard games i'm sorry (laughs) it's a skill it's a skill issue issue. honestly fuck that guy oh my god he's such a prick you know and here's the thing it wouldn't be so bad if he wasn't like 18 or 19 and wasn't just a fucking like he just he isn't world weary yet he doesn't know how to talk to people like I was that idiot too when I was seventeen. All right, he had his entire teenage years in COVID. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen? Um. Anyway, I'm my bad. This actually came out in 2011, so this is coming out almost 12 or yeah, like 12 years after the fact. Uh, but then after that, uh, which actually got me pretty hyped, was Pikmin Four got announced. They've been teasing this. It's the long-awaited sequel from the July 2013 predecessor. Could you wow, ten years. I didn't play Pikmin 3. I just watched it get played. Um, I didn't have a... Because it came out for Wii U. I didn't even play Pikmin 2. What? I played the original one on GameCube. Yeah, I played the original... I played the first two on GameCube. I did not play... Um, Pikmin, the that's one, the uh, the yellow guy with like the tail. Alamar. Alamar. He, he gets, uh, He's a spaceman. Light, light, what's his, he um, does lightning powers. What's his... Uh, what's his... Are you using me a Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pokemon yeah, kind of uh, guy. Pikmin. What, what's Pick his... <laughs> God damn it. What's his boyfriend's name in the second one? Oh, I didn't play the second Ash one. Catch him. As, uh, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary. So Olimar and Gary. Um, but no, uh, what I liked about what I liked about the gameplay that they showed us was that you can use the dogs now. You know, the big like dogs that used to eat the pigmen. You can actually use those in combat now. Oh, that's cool. You can control them. Yeah. Um, are they dogs? Is that? I think that's how canonically they're, I will, or what they're. Okay. I don't. I, no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not gonna play the video because it took me a hot minute. To Nintendo be like, likes to strike our shit all, all the time, but I'll just look up an image of it. Yeah, it's the big like the red chompy dude. No, right? no, no, no. Look no. at that fucking guy. Oh no, it's a straight up. That's I, a dog, bro. I do that not looks like a chicken this. nugget. <laughs> <laughs> no, my guy, that's a McNugget. <laughs> That's, I was thinking of that guy. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. I can't remember what those are called, but I thought they called them dog too. Dogs too. I have no idea. But yeah, so there is there is this dog that's coming, and apparently this. Con- uh, I think this is releasing in July. I believe. Let's check it out. Now that guy kind of looks like Pikachu. 
honestly, Nick, that's closer. <laughs> so I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, I guess there is July, July 21st, 21st, 2023. Okay. So, yeah. So it's coming out 10 years to the week. You know what's interesting with that one. is I wonder, like, how they're going to try and get new gamers into, like, Pikmin with that. Because, like you said, it's been 10 years. So it's, like, people our age probably would be the like you know the main demographic but also off of the demographic well as in yeah like but also i would be like i don't necessarily really want to buy and play that yeah well i'm of the belief that at this point in my life there is no nintendo game that's truly going to challenge me you know what i mean it's just all my nostalgia besides breath of the wild and their weapon system (laughs) oh it's a skill issue (laughs) all right well um which one of the which one of these last two do you want to cover first? Would you like to cover the skill issue or something that literally they they could not figure out how to make at the time? So. Either or, baby. Okay, all right. We'll start with uh, Metroid Remastered. So Nintendo shadow dropped Metroid Remastered, and I thought it would like just looked okay, but then I saw a comparison, um, and uh, people are like, "Why does this look?" better than like most like <laughs> like normal full day. budget like look Switch at this games coming out look at this di- like so that is can you please go full screen that is gamecube over here <laughs> this is my ocd and that is uh what's it called and switch. that's your uh switch over here like she's got a, look she's at got all a the- mario pipe on her arm <laughs> in the gamecube <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Look at all the pixelation and everything. So this was you could only get a 480 signal out of the GameCube. And this is full. I mean, the Switch only renders at 900. So I mean, this is technically HD, but it's not really. <laughs> but what I am most remember how we said during the Nintendo Direct when we were watching, I was like, the thing that sucked the most about that game was that you had to aim and walk with the same fucking button. Oh god. Like you couldn't like with the same stick. Like it you was could, it was broken. broken. Whereas now they literally pointed like a fucking yeah. diagram of the controller comes up and, and it like, says now you can use both sticks. It's like, where you been for 15 years though? We, we did this already. I know. Um, either way though, it's a much needed up. Like I said, much needed upgrade because the controls sucked. It was, I think it was this Luigi's mansion and there's something else where the first three GameCube games right out of the gate when they launched. So I'm very glad to see that they're paying some love to this. However, there's is it Mario Sunshine. No, Mario no. Sunshine came later. Um, the problem I have though is that like I get that they're putting us out to tide us over. When is Metroid Four coming? I was about to say that's just what this is. Like they were like, there's oh. been like three reboots of that game in development. Yeah, they were real happy that Metroid Dread did as good as it did, mm-hmm. and then they were like, oh, cool, let's just like remaster this. Mm-hmm. We'll give them something in the meantime, <laughs> and then like we can still flounder around with four. Yeah, it's it's disappointing that four has taken so long to get, you know, to even get to a release. But even, but at this point, I'm just like, you guys should just wait until the next system. I was gonna point. say they're probably delaying it until whatever comes after well, the switch because it's been five, six years. Seven. We're on what? year seven. Okay, yeah. And here's the thing: that's normally a console's life cycle is seven years. The problem that we have now is that. Um, they have games in active development for Switch. Yeah, you know, I know what I mean? And I'm at the point where of like, I don't want to buy any of these games if you're coming out with a new console. And the remember the whole 4K Pro Switch thing? Yeah. The whole nobody had any ever and it came out was like an OLED switch or well, whatever. Like like there's no everybody who would have bought that already owned a switch at that point. Exactly. And like I was like, I'm not buying another 
version of well, this. Well, my whole thing was if they made a if they made better hardware, I would have bought the upgraded hardware but, because yeah, exactly. I want to see those games on that scale. But the problem is is that they can't make games that even utilize hardware like that yeah, because no. the hardware is so shit. Like I'm sorry, like I get the whole portable and this but I'd rather you give me another fucking brick that I can just put on my shelf and it has the nicest fucking graphics like the state of the art shit like, that's what I don't want to do as far as portable um I don't think any of us have used the Steam Deck but like that seems like a promising way to go where it's like this is a real thing like it's not a chintzy little piece of crap yeah but it does the same exact thing the thing about the Steam Deck which I love Nick and I'm glad you brought it up is that you can put a Switch emulator on it. I was going to say, it's just a computer. All of your like, Switch games in in over 60 FPS in full HD. Yep. Um, You can also put every fucking emulator possible on there and 90% of your Steam games. That is a better, better portable device mm-hmm. already than what Nintendo offers. So explain to me. Nintendo's always, what, always like, been weird. With- I know. It's just, I, 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 their whole thing is like ecosystem and everything, but like, Dude, that fucking Xbox Series X. I, sh- I how many years I shit on Xbox. Well, That's the nicest video game console I've ever owned. It makes no noise. It runs it it runs everything at top like fucking performance and graphics. And if I buy let's say the Xbox One version of a game as opposed to the Xbox Series X version of a game, it immediately upgrades it to the Series X version. Like, downloads all of the biggest fucking graphics and everything patches you right through, no problem. Not even PlayStation offers that. So that's what I'm saying is that, like, there's better options in the console market at this point. So if somebody were to ask me, should I get a Switch, I'd be like... Get a laptop. No, get no. A, get, get a, a Steam Deck. Like, yeah. Get know, a Steam like, Deck because you can get a Switch and way more on it. Like. Yeah. I don't, Nintendo's always been funky with their systems. Like it's not about like power. They're never they're never about like cranking shit. They're about like making it kind of cool and fun and funky. It's and, about like, style. It's about style. Yeah. We're not doing the fucking rock song. I was about doing the rock song again. But yeah, I mean like the whole thing where they want like the added functionality. If remember when switch came out, it's like you put it down and it's like, here's half of the control and we're going to play Mario <laughs> yeah. party. And then like Labo came and, out yeah. and then like all that shit, which is cool. But like, if you're I'm six, not buying that. Like, yeah. And then the other thing is like, I, and it's expensive too. Those aren't cheap. Like those additional things. Yeah, like, yeah. That cardboard that you punch out of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a hundred dollars or something. So the one thing that I did always want to try is that like, so for games like Mario Party, you can take two switches and put them together and then you have a full Mario Party board in front of you and everybody uses a controller to play on like it's a regular like tabletop game. But once again, like the the lengths you have to go to get that to work, like you have to find two people with the with two switches. Then you have to find four people or eight people to play because now you have four controllers for yeah. everybody. You know what I mean? And then it's like you have to have the same versions. You have to have the same map packs. Have to, it's just a lot of fucking hoops to jump through to get that functionality. But they put that right out in front of your face. You know, like look how cool this is. I know. You know? So I just hope that Nintendo like just. Listen, I don't think they're a bad company. I appreciate the fact that when they hit hard times and they fucked up with the Wii U, they said that they fucked up. They cut CEO salaries. They yeah, they d- do it right. They like do it that. right. They do it right. They do right by their employees. Um, they don't release games that are unfinished. They don't have a crazy crunch schedule. There's no meetings past five o'clock or whatever. Like everybody, like it's a great place to work, right? But they're just their hardware is not great. I mean, I know they wanted to try and like 
get ahead of mobile gaming, which was what the Switch was. Basically, just like you ain't getting ahead of mobile. <laughs> well, you my, know what I mean. Like before, when the Switch came out seven years ago, like people dude, weren't. Why playing. would I get a Switch when I have Netflix games? You yeah. know? <laughs> there we. Why get anything? The, I'm done talking. Like that perfectly. Why uh, get anything when I could just go to the Google Play Store from my Netflix app? You know. Silly, silly, silly. Crazy. So last thing they dropped, obviously, uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I guess we should start calling it that as opposed to Breath of the Wild 2. Mm, um, I'm fine with Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> <yeah. too. laughs> uh, it drops May 12th, which I believe is they moved that up 10 days because it was May 26th before, I think. Um, and this is it's notable because the price is sh- I looked up the price yep. of the 2017 release and it was forty nine ninety nine. They have shifted the price now to seventy dollars to pick up this game brand new. I get the forty nine to would have been fifty nine because every game now is sixty dollars. That's yeah. just what it is. Seventy dollars for digital a, only games too. It also doesn't have the budget to justify that. The no. budget from the first game to the second game did not change at all. No, and, and they made quite a bit of profit on the first. They're game. They're using so. the same map and the same assets too. So of explain course. to me why we're paying tw- a twenty dollar premium on this one. Again, because like they can ten dollar premium, fine. Twenty dollar. Am I going to buy it? Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's outrageous, though. It's and we're what Forsaken was also seventy bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like this is the, it's and the, then and then Hogwarts Deluxe was seventy bucks, which yeah. basically was just play it a couple days early for another ten dollars. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, which honestly I appreciate that. I like it's like listen, if you want to pay ten extra dollars and get the game three days early before like day one patches and we can we can get your feedback and see where we have to make improvements i appreciated that because by friday when they rolled that patch out my shit was beautiful all right like i thought that was a great idea i was like that whoever came up with that was like you do you know how much money you made the company yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly there's a like, lot of people who are like fuck you're give me setting it. records before launch like that fucking guy needs a promotion oh yeah or lady whatever who cares um but I think the so the fan base is a bit outraged about this price point, and it's because of the budget. It's the same thing with Game Freak and the Pokemon games, how they moved from mobile to console, and yet the budgets of the games didn't change at all, but the price went up. Also, know? those games are operate like trash. Yeah, they're not like, good. They are horrendous looking. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, even compared to, like, other games that will run on the Switch. Like, people often compare, like, Bayonetta's on the Switch, right? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Bayonetta and like the Xenoblade Chronicles, which are all like have beautiful landscapes and everything. Mm-hmm. And then Pokemon looks like it was fucking made like an RPG maker like <laughs> or Unity. Like, yeah, no. And the, the problem I had with Pokemon was that it released and it got all these glowing reviews. And then you pick up the retail version and it's just fucking broken. And everyone's like, I love it, but I can't play it. It's like, it's not a good game then. Yeah. It's not a good game. Someone like ripped it and then put put it on at like 60 FPS on their computer. And then every single person was like, I need this so badly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this game, it's unplayable. And that's the other thing too, is that I think that um, if I think that everybody and it's Sony starting to adapt it and listen, where Xbox goes now, Sony follows and where Sony and Xbox go Nintendo's like, we're going to stay over here, <laughs> but I'm really hoping that they follow with this one because Xbox created a PC launcher and now they own two ha- uh, two quarters of the gaming division. They have PC and they have console. Then there's Sony, which just has console and Nintendo yeah. that just has console. And Sony's working on it. They're- yeah. And Sony, they, listen, we've heard for months at this point, they're working on their own PC launcher, like their own type of, I mean, they already have their own type of game pass competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, uh, what's it called? 
this would mean that like between your PS5 or your PS4 and your PC, you can have um, what is it called? Uh, cloud save, cloud, cloud saves, and like yeah. play play anywhere. So I played like Plague Tale there, and then I booted up on my PC. And it's not the Xbox version running on a, an emulator. It's the PC version with my save data. Right. So they're working on that technology at um, Sony right now. And I can't see how Nintendo survives going forward, not not appealing to that adult crowd because the PC gaming market just gets bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I just hope they announce some new hardware, you know, something that I actually want to buy. ASAP. Like. <laughs> yeah, because I... I think Zelda Tears of the Kingdom coming out on this Switch is kind of a fucking It's wild. It's they could have released, like, if they pushed this to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And they had a new system coming out with it, I would have bought it. Absolutely. Like, Dude, every Switch that came out the first week was like, yeah, it's a Zelda machine right now. I, I yeah. use it for strictly for Breath of the Wild. Oh, and, yeah. And now, I mean, like, look at that whole catalog I got. So, right there. Uh, there it is. Um, all right. So, you guys ready to move on to the meat and potatoes of today? Oh, yeah. (laughs) What a big inhale. (laughs) I was trying trying to figure out what I was going to do. I just went with Randy Savage. Macho man, baby. So um, we played Hogwarts Legacy this week, as we mentioned before. Um, And uh, we're here to talk about it and tell you what we think about it. So I'm mild... Obviously, gameplay gameplay spoilers. I can't. I I have to talk about the gameplay. It just has to. You're a wizard. Um, you're a wizard. And um, minor story spoilers. I don't think you guys have finished the campaign yet, right? Did you no. finish the? I camp- finished it last Holy night at three a.m. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at. I'm another level. I am actually. I just like, got my. I just got my broom. Oh yeah, yeah. You <laughs> really? got a long way to go. Well, I I also I have I've had my broom for a little bit. But I, I'm now able to fly it like outside of flying lessons. Oh, is was that locked by? Yeah. Once you get your, well, I mean, you probably went a different way. It may, about we it. may yeah. have done it in a different order. Oh, yeah, I, so first things first. That's what I appreciate about this game is that everybody's having different experiences, yet we're all having the same amount of enjoyment outside I mean? of playing different houses. Like yeah. even like even yeah. if we all played Which, the same house. By the way. Let's rank the houses. Number one, Ravenclaw. The hardest house in all of Hogwarts history, what? okay? Shortest game. <laughs> then it goes Gryffindor. Just let him let him do it. We'll tear it apart. Just let him do it. We'll tear it apart. Then it goes Gryffindor, okay? Then it goes Slytherin. Then Hufflepuff. Okay, Mix I'm sorry. If anyone is like, I want to be a Hufflepuff, just get at it. Like, <laughs> uh, there goes our, a, there goes our engineer. So, and I am, I am certain that they put that Azkaban mission in Hufflepuff <laughs> to make sure people pick it. I mean, not not even to make sure, but to the few people who do go and pick it, <laughs> they're like, like, yeah, they're like, you're a real one. Yeah. Give me a little yeah. nod here. Um. You get to look at people uh, in prison. Speaking of which, I did capture some footage. It's yeah, one yeah. of my clips. I have some footage from uh, Azkaban. I do have that. Um, well, so the the difference in the side missions is like three to four. It's not like a big like you, giant campaign. Yeah. You, you have you have different characters too, right? Like your like your friends beside, but yeah, your companion besides like Sebastian. Like Sebastian? Sebastian, 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 Sebastian. Yeah, like um, I have, I have the like the Hogwarts girl. She's this girl who came the from, Hogwarts girl, <laughs> the Gryffindor girl. <laughs> she's a she's a girl who came from like the African she's version all, of. Yeah, uh, I got her too. Oh, you yeah. okay? Yeah. And yeah. Is she she's in your she's house. She's in Gryffindor too. 
in oh, my in you just my, interact with people from diff- yeah, different houses. But like the people who are in my house, like that one kid with the glasses and the hair pulled back, like I only ever see him in the Ravenclaw house. You know right. what I mean? Okay. Do you guys have that guy uh, Arthur? He talks like this. He's like, oh uh, yeah, he yeah. keeps getting bullied by peeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tried to get gameplay capture of that because his voice came up and it was the fu- I lost my shit. His, oh <laughs> so wait, funny. that's the the demi guys mission, right? Where you got to go around and collect do, collect the demi guys moons. No, I haven't got there yet. No, he's just like walking around the um the the, the castle or whatever and you like have classes with him and shit. Yeah. But oh, okay. He, Maybe I he didn't was get that. there was one dude where he was getting like actually bullied by peeves and he was like smacking books out of his hand and his voice was literally like, No, stop, <laughs> don't do that. Peeves. <laughs> oh god, it fought it and went down my throat. <laughs> yeah, it literally <laughs> sounds like that dude. <laughs> dude, talking about the dialogue though, <sighs> I'm surprised how much I hear people are like, I can't believe they're letting mudbloods in. Like, they should do something. It's like, whoa. Well, it's the 1890s, bro. Sensibilities were different back then. Um, So let's talk strictly gameplay. So right off the bat, uh, movement, exploration around the world. They they could not have gotten any better, I don't think. Um, I I have explored the whole map. Like, everything all the way from the (laughs) southernmost tip all the way to the mountains in the... Um, I've also gotten to winter, so everything's covered in snow now too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the seasons change as the um, like I don't know if you guys got to like October where all the pumpkins are up and everything, and like there's jack o' lanterns everywhere. No. Yeah, we I there's like first it's like snow, and then I ran through the like common room, and there's Christmas trees everywhere and stuff. Oh, that's now. cool. Yeah. So um, people like Happy Christmas and shit like that. Happy so, Christmas, Harry. Yeah. Um. But uh, exploration in the world and moving about the world, uh, I think, is excellent, especially like with the 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 cloth physics on all the shit that you. Oh my wear. god, it's so janky! It's so it's fucking, so fucked up. Yeah, actually, um, I'll save it for the glitch video. But I can't I, like, why does everybody's cloak turn into a dress after a cutscene and then it clips back through yeah. their legs? That happens a lot. And then I don't know if it's just my computer and like the settings I'm running it on, but anybody's hair that like. I think it was. If there's a little bit of wind, <laughs> Professor Garlic, or you know, she's the herbology yeah. teacher or whatever. She's got like the red braids. The she one, was yeah. sitting there, the, just, the like, one who definitely wants to fuck all yes, of her students. Yes, but her hair is just sitting there shaking because <laughs> it's, it's like because it's a different texture and well, it's sitting on her shoulders truth- and it's interacting with the hitbox and it's just moving. Like well, I'm like, what is happening? Well, truthfully, the greenhouse has been a has been a performance <laughs> issue for everybody. Really? Like I go in there and it's just a slideshow. Oh where I gotta get to um but anyway gameplay so combat though combat I feel is like the real meat and potatoes of gameplay especially once you're a couple hours in um it's fun but it, it can get messy it can get messy real fast especially when you're trying to switch through spells on the fly I had to look up Ooh, yeah. what's what's the best placement of spells so I could you know utilize oh, a skill issue. <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is a skill issue um so many like every time i'm trying to do a like deflect a spell um like it always turns into fucking lumos and i'm like no fuck i'm not I, holding yeah i forgot that you could deflect spells uh, i'm just dodging the I, whole time i play most games like <laughs> like dark ver- souls <laughs> like dark souls where i'm like look i'm not gonna parry i'm not gonna block i'm gonna roll and then i'm just gonna beat the shit out of you before you kill me like well, that is I mean, straight up I how was, i play the game for, for a while i was just dodging and rolling and then i like you start getting your talents and i'm like oh i can get like stupefy reflections off yeah. of deflections and you know like it's yeah, just that, I, that made no it sense. so much easier I do, <laughs> I do love I do love that 
this is another WB game that they couldn't help themselves but borrow stuff from the Batman Arkham combat. Yeah. Because the counter, <laughs> like the, the thing going over your head to know that a spell is coming that you can block or dodge straight up from Batman Arkham and hitting the same button Y to counter, I mean mm. to block, and then if you hold it, you immediately hit stupefy. The only problem with that is it doesn't reflect back to the person that it came from. It goes to whoever you're aiming at. I so like you get that. if you I like that because yeah, it's kind of like it's like you want to hit me, I'll fuck Pat right I'm, here. Yeah, like, I'm deflecting your energy towards your ally. And that, you can you get what the upgrades, the so talents. Then here's the thing though. Yeah, by the end game though, when there's like fucking thirty dark wizards and it's just you on your own at this point, like. I'm talking, I sat there at one point just hitting right bumper, just throwing shit at motherfuckers and blocking because I couldn't move about the battlefield right. and accurately target someone or target, like, I would, there'd be yeah. someone right in front of me and it's targeting someone That's to the right the, of me. That is the That's, biggest problem yeah, I had that, with the combat. That right there does, like, that does not go unanswered. No. The, <laughs> that, the, go ahead. No, after you. I was going to say, yeah, my biggest issue with the combat is when you're fighting multiple people. It's all over the place. Like, I want something in between, right? There's nothing. There's nothing. It's just everybody coming at you and you have to deal with it. I want, like, a little bit of the Assassin's Creed kind of, like, slight turn base where you can kind of get hit from a different angle if it comes through. But it's, like, I'm also playing on hard because I like hard games. Yeah. And, like, there are things where it's, like, I don't have time. Not a skill issue for Not you. Not a skill issue. No. <laughs> That's why I'm level 20. <laughs> but there are things where it will be, like, because people have different kinds of shields and they have different spells that you have to use to break the shield. Which is so fucking annoying. Which is cool. Like, I mean, it's, it's a good mechanic. It's a good it's mechanic, annoying. but it's annoying. It is very annoying because I'm... If you don't know who you're fucking locked on you don't on know to, who you're locked on to, it constantly switches between people. And it's like, I'm trying to attack yeah. Nick, who I have to get in close and use a fire spell to break you but I can't get in close because this other person's right here and then I'm yeah. locked on and then I use a wrong thing. And, and then there's even, a damn like way too long of a cooldown on those spells. You can't yeah. even stupefy well, you can, them there's, either. You can fix that with your talents. Yeah. But like, it's still a significant, like if I, if I fuck up, if you're right in front of me and then I try to like, you know, burn you, it but doesn't do anything to doesn't him. doesn't do anything to him. And shield. then, like, I have to turn to him and try to do something that it targets you. And you I'm just like, know? I'm just dying. <laughs> you want to know what breaks all shields? Rocks and, and explosive <laughs> right, battles. Right bumper. Yeah, Ancient right magic. bumper. <laughs> um, um, another thing uh, similar to the targeting issue is this was, like, not as pressing, but it's just annoying, is when you're tr in the map and there's a bunch of different waypoints right next to each other, it's just like struggling to fucking lock on to something. And it's like, yeah. whoa. Well, when I go to the map and I go over to a point where there's lots of, it'll actually spread them out for me and then I can pick which one I it want. It does, but you can only randomly like tilt the map so much. You can, I can't even tilt the map. You can, you can literally go, er, er. Like oh, that's, I, <laughs> that's the thing is like for me, the, like, zo the zoom in pat literally I, is like, yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. Now that you say it, yeah. the zoom-in is like that. It's and not right stick, I really want left stick to be move and yes. right stick to be rotate, but it doesn't... It I just want it to hotkey them. Like, yeah. I don't need to, like, I don't need to go around and search the entire map here and then there, click this. There's just, like, no let me... marker either. There's no, like, key for the map for you to just search, like, okay, I just want to see the Merlin stuff. Right. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that is huge. The fact that there's, you can't even, like, it'd be nice if you could search them alphabetically or something. Yeah. I will say, um, I eventually, like, 
I obviously I do love the story and the world and everything and like the combat like we've we've mentioned our gripes with it um but I mean dueling one on one wizards isn't a problem and even fighting some of the bigger beasts in the game isn't a big issue um but I did find myself playing this game like a Far Cry game at one point where it's like all right I got some time to kill before the next main quest comes up so I'm just gonna go from icon to icon and like Merlin quest yeah. Merlin trial uh. Merlin quest here's three dark wizards in a row Merlin trial I'll pick up this thing you know what I mean so or like I'll unlock this fast travel point and then I'll get a fucking like owl or whatever so like, it doesn't feel organic like you're discovering them along the way it feels like you're just kind of crossing stuff off a list yeah but far cry took they got smart in the fifth game and they took all the icons off the map so mm -hmm. you have to explore and then the icons show up whereas this game all you can see the entire map. Everything was already there, which is fine. You know, this isn't for the Far Cry crowd. It's for the Harry Potter crowd. Yeah. Um, and um, I just kind of felt like that was like a little, I guess, like li um, not limiting, but like handholdy. Yeah. It just, I mean? like I said, it removes the the sense of uh, this whole game is just wonder, oh. magic, and wonder, and those icons being there just. Uh, slightly takes away from it just yeah. a, the, a bit. The, the problem I have, the other thing with it is kind of like the um, anachronism almost in certain things in, in, or in the way of like out of sequence. Mm. I do wish there was a little bit more on the world as preventing, like the locks are a thing in the castle that kind of prevent mm. you from doing things. But like I went and I found the dark wizard dueling arena in the forest yeah. before like anything like that. And like, you could just go and do that. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's a little weird that like, as soon as I saw, I, I went, I did that this morning. I played a little bit before we got here and I got there and it was the one where you had to like smash the, the, the little vases. The vases. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, enter the dueling arena. You can use like uh, all the killing, all curses. the killing curses. And I just got on my broom and flew away. I was like, <laughs> fuck that. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I, I think certain things need to be introduced at certain points in the story. And I don't think this game does that at all. I have like you can virtually go anywhere and almost do anything. It's the Breath of the Wild. I have mentality. two. I have two of the three unforgivable curses, and I finished the main campaign. You can't get the third one unless you finish the game, and you have another side quest with Sebastian afterwards. And you that kill him because you know he because like <laughs> yeah because he's the he's. I the, don't like, know if it's obvious to you guys who he's related to, but as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, we're doing this. Yeah, I was like, we're okay, doing this. I was okay. like, he's he's Slytherin. He's and Slytherin. he's the guy that teaches you all the like bad spells. Oh. He, he's but he's canonically related to Tom Riddle. They, Which they yes. say he's that. not. His friend is. No, I I literally watched a video on it this morning. He is related to Tom Riddle. He's a he's an he's a ancestor of Tom Riddle. The, I mean, maybe maybe he is, but I just did it. There's a mission. This is going to be a little bit of a spoiler. It's fine. Sebastian brings you to that secret room. Uh, like, you know, he's got the little secret hiding spot and he's like, oh, my friend, the Undercroft, right? The Undercroft and yeah. my friend Ominous Gaunt showed me this place. Ominous Gaunt? Ominous <laughs> Gaunt is his name. Bro, but let me hold on. Go before, ahead. Before go you ahead. get yes, your comments, yes, yes, yes. the Gaunts in the book are the, are, are, uh, the riddle. Maybe the Gaunts. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm maybe, maybe I'm fucking wrong. You, then. I think you may have, because I might have mixed their friends, or maybe he bangs a Gaunt sister. Maybe and then he's, a, then he's like but his yeah. grandma. So this riddle, so the, the Gaunt, <laughs> the Gaunt family leads to the riddle lineage. Got it. Okay. Um. So about good ominous. thing I just read those books. Good yeah. job, Nick. So <laughs> ominous, right? The I don't know if I should trust I him or not. Played this game, I was like, you know what? I'm glad they put all these diverse characters in here, especially someone who's clearly like 
He's clearly autistic. He can't make eye contact with you. I'm glad they did. Oh, my God. I was so fucking blown away when I figured out he's not autistic. He's blind. That's why he doesn't look at you. Oh and my that's God, why his Pat. eyes are just like glazed like, over. Glazed over the, time. the first wait, like, when did you so when did you meet stupid. him? When did you meet him? Because the first shit. time I interacted with him was, oh yeah, he's blind. They literally mentioned you know, it. Pat, you, Pat's just why, 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 why? I'm not listening yeah, to any actually, of the story. Actually, I did. I, I watched every cutscene, and it's this game has the same problem every other RPG does. Ooh, I'm ready to hear it. All right. The main quest is extremely cinematic. Yes. Right? Because the, that's the story they want to tell you. Every other side quest is these fucking pasty ass, horrible facial animation, like yeah. basically two cut camera seat, like, and the dialogue <laughs> trees, the dialogue trees don't, don't matter. matter. No. They don't matter. Well, because, they just give you a little extra backstory. But, well, no, no, no. But that's the thing is that, like, you can ask questions to, like, get some context if you want. But I mean, like, literally when you can choose dark or light, like, yeah. what's your answer, right? When you're like, I did this for you. I'm I, keeping this pain. Yeah. Yeah. It like, will give you whatever answer is supposed to come after that and then just go straight to the next cutscene. Yeah. So that's what I was yeah. little. I was like, I was like, some people I'm an asshole to. I was like. Uh, if I drove in the bottom of the lake, you're giving me money to get your little fucking like you know astro globe thingy. Yeah, astrolabe, astro whatever. If if they're nice to me, I'm nice back. Yeah. But if they give me an attitude, I'm like fuck off. Yeah. So now that we're talking about this, what do we think of the characters? I think the, I think some of the characters are hit and miss. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're they're NPCs. Yeah. I want it before we jump to the, too far into this. The back to the dialogue part. <laughs> I thought it was so fucking ridiculous. Every person you meet. It's just like, you're the new student who I've heard so much about. I'm really impressed with the way that you took down those trolls. You're going to do great things here at Hogwarts. It's like, not everybody should say that. Yeah. It's like, I've heard a lot about you. It's like, you're a fucking fifth remi- Like I said, it reminds me of that scene from uh, Beer Fest, you know, where yes. whatever his name is, yes. friend, like, brother does. Just comes back yeah. in. Yeah. And, like, and he told I'm, me I'm all your inside brother. jokes and memories. And you can just call me his name, too. Yeah. It's not a... Like, that's what it is, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, like, I get why they do it. So, like, everybody has the context of the characters so they can continue to build the story and build the characters as you go. But also, at the same time, you're right. It is just weird how everyone's just like, that's the new Rockstar fifth year, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay, so, great. Like, um, I don't know. Who, and then all the, all the time is like, you're like, who the fuck are you? Like, that's yeah. how you introduce like every single person you meet. You're just like, all right. Um, do you need something? <laughs> Sick. Can I go? Yeah. So I haven't done any of the random student, like the people who are like, I I hope there was a, a new student. My balloon. Yeah. Like, Dude, I love Spider-Man. My, my balloon. I, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm like... I did a few of those in the beginning when I was just start kind of getting the feel of the game. But now that I have like, you know, shit that I'm dealing with, there's this one kid who's like, oh, I could really use your help. And I just keep running by him. I'm like, yeah. maybe later. Yeah. <laughs> I did that with the um, nearly headless Nick mission. Oh, fuck. I, I haven't, like, done, I haven't done that yet. Anytime you walk by him, how have you not done that? Because like I beeline the main campaign. And I then thought did that was a quest. main campaign. I haven't. I haven't even it's run a, into it. It's him a yet. yellow. It's a yellow one for that, me. But are you Gryffindor? Yeah. Oh, that might, be why. Yeah. that might be why. But like I run past him. He's like, "Can you? Do you, sir? I, 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 and I'm just like sprinting past him. I'm like, I'm gonna find these fucking Where's keys. Sean I'm gonna get all please. these house tokens. I like <laughs> your run animation. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that you can run. That's yeah. a good thing. I hate that when you go into a classroom yeah, or oh, yeah. a shop or you crouch, you just start to walk. 
Mm. It's this like whenever There's I have to go and buy a fucking that. yeah. You're, you're thinking of when you invisible when you're invisible. I mean, if you like crouch under something, oh. you're just like this. It's so slow <laughs> when you a, get the da- when you get the dash upgrade from rolling. Oh, yeah. oh, I just yeah. roll through just everything. Roll through yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I'll walk in and I'll be like trying to buy a potion or sell the fifteen different things of clothes that are completely <laughs> useless at this point. Yeah. So actually, before we talk about the gear system, let's move on to the world real quick. Uh, once again, I think the world that they built is another t- like the world if, is the star of yeah, the show. If I were 100%. to give if I were to give gameplay, I'd give gameplay like an eight out of ten. It's solid, but they could they can fix it because there's gonna be a sequel. Hundred percent. There's no way there's not gonna be a sequel. Um and this Just also DLC si- the hell out of it. Um, like and then um the what's it called? And then so the world. Um you're right, Nick. The world is the star of the show. I am absolutely enamored with the world. Hogsmeade, um, which I was wrong. I thought they would put Diagon Alley in. They didn't. However, Hogsmeade, oh, you'd have to travel to... all the way back to London. Um, you just have you guys, fucking port key, which, go and touch a thing. Have you guys, back. have you guys seen any of, have you guys seen the Hogwarts express rolling down the mountain ever? I, I've seen it a couple no, times. I haven't, yeah. No. Um, so Hogsmeade looks great. The Hogsfield looks amazing. The Keenbridge air, like it all looks great. Um, I think... and I feel like they really captured like, the Scottish countryside mm-hmm. perfectly. The, like, the moment I was like, wow, this is like reminding me of like watching the original Harry Potter movies as like a kid was when you were doing the flying around the yeah. castle. Yes. When you first get your broom and that other dude's like, let's do a quick tour. And like, you're just zipping around through yeah. shit and like going up and over the building. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. So for me, I had a similar experience. Uh, it wasn't in that moment. That was cool, but I was too focused on the mechanics of flying <laughs> um, and being bad at it. But the moment that I first kicked off with my broom solo and got to just fly around by myself, I was like giddy, just like, yeah. holy shit. I'm glad they did the like Elden Ring, just tap a button, you have a horse. Like, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that's the way to go. Now, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, to be fair, they were doing that in Breath of the Wild in 2017 and every Assassin's Creed game because they ripped off Breath of the Wild. And The Witcher did what that What could you in do in Breath of the Wild with that? You had a mount in Breath of the Wild. You had to call it, didn't you? Yeah, just hit a button. Oh, I didn't. Same thing. Yeah, this is it. Have they did it in The Witcher? So every I just, RPG I just since teleported has done everywhere it. in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I didn't wait on that. Um, I did. Um, uh, I I use the fast travel sometimes in this game, but I find it way more fun to just fly it's over satisfying. the landscape. It yeah. also takes too long to load. Like I have, or well, I don't have a brand new, brand new computer. No, Opening you don't up the have, fucking book. Like do you every have an, time. Do you have an SSD? Yeah, it like is that, on an SSD. It is it's on an still, SSD? Yeah, every time it like loads up with the shaders, it takes like two or three minutes and also Interesting. Like, yeah, it's weird. That is really weird. And like well, the hold on, wait, wait, wait. Where's the minutes? The SSD yeah. do you save the game on the SSD or your HDD? Yeah, it's on a it's on my D drive, so it's on an SSD. Wow, and it's still taking that long? That's fucking It takes wild. a couple minutes and it's kind of it's kind of one. Yeah, so. it's kind of chunky when it's like trying to like load. That's a chunky. That's a chunky. What about you? How, actually, let's I mean like the yeah, so the world is great. We love it. I wanna, the only thing that kills the world is the performance, and that's what we should talk about now cuz this thing is all over the place. The world though, the the one game that it makes me think of playing is the same way I felt playing Red Dead Redemption for the first time. Where it's like, I want to just walk around and, and see every landscape that this has to offer. Yeah, and like we haven't even gotten the fucking, look at this cave I found or what, you know, there's mm-hmm. secrets all over this world that have yet to be discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, So let's talk about performance. 
So LOL. Yeah, really. So specifically, there is an issue with the 3080s and there's an issue with oh, Intel. Shit. There's an issue with Intel processors. Both things I have. Um, oh, the Intel makes sense. Th- well, the Intel, there's a performance bug where it's not using as much CPU as it should be to render the world, and hence why you're getting texture pop in or NPCs just fade in and out of existence. I wonder existence. if when they fix that, it'll make my loading and shit better then, too. It's possible. It's possible. Um, and then um, the 3080 specifically, they're having, a, they had, they're having a hard time accessing all the VRAM that's available, especially if you're using RTX. So I ended up turning off ray tracing, and that actually didn't help my performance. My game already automatically went to ultra, and it went to DLSS, like to mm. upscale to 4K, because if I tried to run in 4K native, it was like chug, yeah. chug, <laughs> chug. Um, so I ended up dropping everything down to high, and then when the patch came out with DLSS performance and everything, I finally, like I never dipped below like uh, probably 60 or 70 frames in any, but... Before that patch, it some areas were like, whoo, yeah, <laughs> Hogsmeade is a fucking trip. <laughs> that one loaded okay for me. The issue I had was going into like the goblin camps. Like when they when two of like when two of them noticed me, that game literally went to like five FPS. Oh, like <laughs> a it, slideshow. Yeah, it was like da da da. Really? Like, and there's this one part in you know in the like the central part of Hogwarts that has like the big Right near, like, where you go into the library that goes down, you know, that big room with the statue and the yeah, like thing. the dragon over top. Yeah. Yeah. There's one spot that's up by the pensive, I think, um, that it's just like a little hole in the floor that's uh, maybe like in game would be like six inches by eight inches that it's just black. And if I walk over it, it looks like a ray of ultra like bright sunlight oh. that, that just covers your face. Like, it, it is literally a like singular. 2d texture of light that you just walk through and whites your character (laughs) oh you know what i get something similar to that when i went up to i think it's the tower that the ravenclaw uh common room is in when i get up to the top of the tower there's this like gray textured fog that just kind of takes over the wall texture it's weird. It looks like a fog, but it's got it's got like this matted texture over yeah. it. Yeah, weird. I don't so, know what that is. I do maybe, have some... maybe the wall like texture of the brick isn't rendering, but the like texture pack of it, it is. It feels like it originally I was like, oh, is there am I not supposed to because I'm not a Ravenclaw student? Mm. Are they disguising it? But I experienced it also um in another tower somewhere else. It was just like the height. <laughs> it's not because you're height. not a yeah. Ravenclaw, it's because you are a Hufflepuff. Yes, yes. My uh, vision goes yeah. I just my, I have no vision <laughs> past a certain altitude. So I do have some performance glitches here. So I, I put together a little video real quick this morning. It's only about hour. Yeah. Uh, an hour. It's only, it's about, only about an hour and a half. Minute and thirty. So we'll just play through it real quick. So, like, first of all, we got Sebastian's skirt here. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I did not see this. I at didn't all. have this issue. Yeah, this is what I was talking. And then, and then, on, I get a white box. Okay, so watch this. So I clear the path, and we're. I guess we're not going to grab the ledge, and I'll just break my neck. And- <laughs> uh Okay, so this is weird. So you see my wand. You can see the geometry that the fucking fireflies sure are supposed can. to be uh, like attached to. And then when you put them on the like, see, it goes. It actually goes up there. Like you can see yeah. it there still. I got it here too on oh, another one of these puzzles. Wait, I'm not sure. Wait. So look, you see around you his see wand. You around see around like my there's wand. A, there's a globe. 
Uh-huh. That's the geometry that these are supposed to follow oh, to know. Okay. So, yeah, it's okay. an it's an object yeah. that they're following, and you can see it gets placed at the I top didn't even, of that. Yeah, okay, so this was so hilarious. Oh my god, I laughed so fucking hard at this when this happened. So just wa- this is a cutscene that happens. It's later on in the game. It doesn't give away any spoilers or anything. But holy shit, watch what happens. Delightful to see you. Sir? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are beating the shit out of each other. I wonder if I might. <laughs> and then watch. Speak with you about when it comes back. Oh, okay. Oh, that's hysterical. So, minor spoilers. Uh, there's a section of the game later on, at least for a Ravenclaw. It's black and white. It, but it's in the original illustrations from the books. Oh, that's pretty and cool. And you go through the Deathly Hollow. You get the Invisibility Cloak, the Elder Wand. Like, it's just a little side mission that you go through. But look how brain dead the AI is. Find a way past them. So that guy spotted me. <laughs> yep. He hasn't alerted anyone yet. I walk right the fuck past no, you. He looks at you. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, okay, I guess... I guess no one's coming for me, so I'll keep moving. Oh, all right. So this was one of the problems I have is that, like, this is clearly meant to be a cinematic moment between characters, and yet they just, they're just wandering around. Like, oh, yeah, this has happened. Like, it was you. You gave me no choice. I had to follow you. Sebastian, please leave the relic alone. He's just pacing. Like, and look, Sebastian's just running around. Like, they're clearly not having the moment. This all right? Yeah. I so. also, I also did not have collision on most people until Friday. <laughs> like I, I would straight up and it would like th- it would do what your suit of armor thing did I would yeah. be in a cut like scene. it's just a, a ghost it would be a cutscene and someone would just walk into the cutscene and just stand in me and I would be like they need to fix this so um this next one is like obvious the 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 explosive barrel works but I didn't see what was coming next it's like okay I well, love that you that have makes to sense. test it like that makes sense but what the fuck's going on over here <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Dude, your performance is way more fucked than mine. Yeah, they're also well. That's the thing is that they have this is this is a a thing that happens in the PC community is that higher end rigs like they are they are programming to the lowest common denominator. So as long as you guys can run your games at 1080 60 FPS and it looks great, they don't give a fuck. But when it comes to higher end rigs, they're like, we'll try. Like Like we, we, I don't know. So, but that and that's why they invented DLSS to render in one and upgrade and upscale to another. I don't know if you want to keep the theme of those explosive barrels. I have a clip in there with one. Is it? Yeah, I think. Okay, I think I, this the, is the shorter. One, yeah. The shorter. I one. did one of the other glitches I had was I hold, think. Hold on, just all right, go, go ahead. Go ahead, play this one. Oh, actually, real quick, Nick, you keep your you kept your mini map on. Yes, I turned that off so I, I know, can just yeah. adventure. <laughs> like, just go ahead, take me wherever. I love this. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm far away. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those ghosts. <laughs> Uh, I, I had I had an issue with where because I I also just decided like to run around and when I got I like, should you I know pull the, up your clip right now you or? can you can pull that up it's not with this but I got like I guess I got spider webbed by one of like the matriarch spiders mm-hmm. and then I just had wispy um smoke <laughs> of web around me until I reloaded the game yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is a nice this is a proper glitch so this is like outside of one of the places and it's just like one of the treasure things that you dive in so i was like oh okay nope i don't go that way i have to go this way (laughs) (laughs) 
dude, this is legendary. That's a you didn't post this on the subreddit. You no. have to, dude. But this and on the he's TikTok. still you he's still to, swimming. Yeah, that's like, absolutely legendary. That's and, see, those are funny glitches though. Yeah. It's not like game breaking glitches. Well, you know? I I couldn't. I had to. I reloaded it to go back in there because I fast traveled out because I was soft locked mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, then I did it and it did it again and then I had to like go in there and instantly run to the ground so yeah. it like was like oh okay you're on the floor and then I was able to swim right right um, so Nick this is the Azkaban mission so I'm gonna go ahead yeah, it's and pretty long you can skip way ahead until yeah. I get into Azkaban um, so where is it located on the map I see your can we go to Azkaban? Not if no. you're. It's not. it's you get you get port keyed oh. or no you get um, apparated apparated yeah. It's also just for Hufflepuffs, like I said. They, so they, you can you can skip away. Trying to kill a sheep. <laughs> yeah, here we go. So that you talk to this woman, she brings you to Azkaban. She looks like she knows where Azkaban is. She's been there. Before. What's her name? <laughs> woman <laughs> make independence. <Yeah. laughs> Azkaban Anne. <laughs> like, Actually, Anne is one of the characters in Azkaban. Azkaban, Azkaban. So, um, it, it's not real. It's pretty much a cinematic. You just get to walk through the hallway what's the, with her. What's the premise? Why do you go? Do you... So the premise. Actually, pause this real quick. Um, Wait, you see, you see how her hair and shit. Like, go back like three yeah. seconds. Like, and the scarf. When it when it goes to her yeah. face, this is the issue that I keep having. You see how her uh, like yeah, the scarf, yeah, yeah. The just, scarf just like around. yeah. Um, so how when you guys uh, there's the book you get from the restricted section of the library, right? Mm -hmm. There's the two pages missing. Yeah. How do you get those two pages? I had to do minor the, spoilers. I had to do a headless ghost who took me. You had to do a headless ghost. I had to fuck a headless ghost. And then he paid me with that on the What's nightstand. What's that not feel like? <laughs> <laughs> it well, just feels cold. And then nearly headless Nick was in the corner just being like, I'm not part of the headless hunt. <laughs> I had that mission where it was, I think his name was like Jack or headless Jack or something. Okay. Uh, uh, Jack, Jack Harlow. Jack, Jack Harlow. Harlow. Jack Harlow. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's a character named Harlow and then Jack Dawson. So I just put them together. Yeah, so Jack Harlow, I had he to go in the, into that cave. Yeah. You find his okay. And then all you talk about is how he didn't loot anything. Was he a thief? Like, that's. Yeah. So it just, the way it ha plays out for Hufflepuffs, it gives more backstory. This woman, Anne, in Azkaban was put away for Jack Dawes' murder. So it turned. He was very clearly killed in a cave in the Forbidden but Forest. But nobody knew that. Nobody, nobody knew that. They he can go ask him. He's a ghost. <laughs> so no, that's the, they. They do talk about that. He he just dropped dead, and he had no he recollection. Had no recollection of who killed him. Yeah. So no, I, um, I I know that. And then his ghost, uh, his ghost disappeared. So he's like, beware the wind, is what he said. He's he didn't. Like, yeah. For me, it, it was like, oh, Anne never got the clue that I left her to go and explore this cave. So I went on my own. So Anne was put away for his murder. And the the reason we go to Azkaban was so she could give hints as to find the the clues that Jackdaw left behind. Oh, Got I, it. for me, I had to go to graveyard and talk with nearly headless Nick, and then I had to shoot a bunch of pumpkins until I found his head. I had to shoot a bunch of pumpkins. Yeah, until I found his head, and then was he was it like in a pumpkin. Yeah, that's a what? game. That's the game the ghosts play. It's like hide oh, the head hide in the, the pumpkin. Head. Um. 
So, and, then, and then he was basically like, he's like, yeah, I died in this cave. And he's like, I don't know how I died. He's like, I felt a gust of wind. And then I, you find his body exactly, and it's like yeah. two swords. I do like yeah, how, right through it. I do like how they split the difference on the Patronus charm here where it's like, yeah, let's give her the animal and then let's just do the thing where, you know, where if it's strong enough, it creates an AOE effect. You know, it's like, you know, you know, bunny rabbit boom. first. And then it's like, okay, let's just do AOEs. <laughs> I also so, just love it's like you enter. Are you illicitly entering Azkaban? Is that? I don't know. Like, they didn't really talk about it. It's like, we got to go see Anne. So we just go to Azkaban. Mm. So you follow this character down the hallway, and they like Azkaban prisoners, almost like Silence of the Lambs, are antagonizing you. And there's a couple different cells that are open. And I was like, oh, sweet. I'm going to go look around. Nothing. There's nothing in the open cells, and you just you uh, just sucks. go to the end of the hallway and talk to Anne, and that's, that's it. So there's really no. This is basically a cinematic. Ah, uh, uh, that's annoying. That's kind of that's kind of a letdown. But you so know, yeah, if you if you kind of scrub forward, you can see fresh meat. Yeah. <laughs> I do like how. Great, a crazy lady. Speaks in riddles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, she attacks the woman you show up with. She kill her. Uh, she injures her, and you. She we apparate away. You know, you you'll see it. Here you go. Oh, <laughs> she just punches her. She slashes her her neck with like poison. With her dirty, grimy fingers. Reminds me of the Joker scene from the Batman. Kind of, yeah. So that's it. That's your... Uh, that lady's dumb. Yo. I kept recording the rest of the Jackdaw missions thinking you guys wouldn't get that. And I recorded like a half an hour and I was like, they probably get this part yeah. of the mission too. Um, But yeah, I, I love the fact that, like I said, we're all having... Um we're all having different journeys. Different journeys. That's yeah, cool we're all that it like cool approaches the same like ultimately yeah, mission so, from like fifteen different. Now here's different the thing: ways. is that there is no new game plus right now, but the way that this is supposedly works, I don't know if it's true. I haven't tried it for myself yet. Is that once you a hundred percent the game, right, and you go and take your OWLs and everything, and you pass and all that shit, right? You can start a new character. But you keep all of your spells and your upgrades from your previous playthrough. Now that was the deal. I <laughs> right haven't gotten Avada Kedavra yet. Yeah. However, I did get uh Crucio, Crucio and, and Imperio. Imperio. And Crucio's okay. It's just they just stand there in pain. It's more like a stunning thing. Imperio is cool. They just suffer. <laughs> Imperio Imperio is cool because it takes it actually takes um like it, it gives you an ally in combat for a bit. Yeah, it's like a charm. Whereas Avada Kedavra is like the biggest production pot. Like yeah. I'm talking, you cock back, and like there's a cinematic, and it's one hit kill on any enemy bosses to j like fucking gerbils. Like, what's it's the done. what's the cooldown on that? Um, obviously, I think it's the longest cooldown spell. But one minute. <laughs> But you can have upgrades. Like I have an upgrade now that the the what's the what's the just the what's the the right trigger spell? What's that one just, called? It's just like your basic That's the, yeah basic yeah yeah. Blast. So that basic like I have a, a perk right now that brings down the cooldowns faster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every one of those I cast. So yeah. it actually like you actually can be you know viable in combat. Um, yeah, there's a lot of the the perk tree is really cool with like a lot of quality of life things where yeah. Um, there's a lot of cool ones with like getting the ancient magic is like where you like if you disarm somebody you can get like ancient magic and you mm -hmm. get like other shit as opposed to just doing like a 10 hit combo yeah which is a weird I don't know why there's a combo system in this that it counts for 
I think that's interesting. I know it's I, to I, like you know lift people up, hit them away, it incentivizes bring them back. you to have rather than just being blast, 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 yes. blast. Yeah. But it's weird that it's like fifty combo plus. I was like, is this Street Fighter? Can I, like, can I ask a question? No. Um, for bigger Harry Potter lore, as I recall. It is only the elder one that if you disarm somebody, it then its allegiance changes to no, you, right? No, that's not true. Is it all wands? All wands. What? That is fucking stupid. And you can also, every you can, time you disarm somebody, you just get a wand. You can. You can, yeah. And then you can also just cast without wands. Like, is like such a... Like, well, the goblins yeah. can cast without no, wands. You no, you can cast uh, without wizards them, Wizards can, too. Yeah, the, oh, really? Your, your friend from... Is her name Nadia? What is her name? Not Nadia. Uh, I forget. But her, she like she's talking about and she's like, yeah, everybody at the African um, like wizard school doesn't use wands. She's like, we just cast just well, cast. E even in the books they talk about. It's like when you get to a certain level of being like a good wizard, you don't even have to say a spell. out yeah. loud. Well, you, that's which they, is that chick, which yeah. is like what they did in Order of the Phoenix when Dumbledore and Voldemort have that fight in the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, the there's reason they don't have to because they're so powerful. Like, there's also a girl. I don't know if she have it have it for you, but there's a girl in Hogwarts that's basically Hermione. Um, and she does a bunch of like nameless casting, like is her thing. Interesting. I haven't met her yet. Okay. She literally looks like Hermione. Damn, yo, I blew up somebody's TikTok the other day for saying that. For saying that when you disarm somebody, the wand changes allegiance. I was like, bitch, it's only the elder wand. Get it right. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that's why. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, I'm wrong. Sorry. Uh, what um, what's the spell called when you you create like a, an configure item configure or, or like conjure yeah you conjure all right so my question is why did the moonstones like i get it's a game mechanic but why did they tie the moonstones to conjuring that i'm not sure where the logic because they was. looked at the harry potter compendium that they got and they were like well we need to tie a uh, currency in world to whatever, like to, yeah. to us to make stuff. You know, I also think all of the conjuring shit is stupid. Like I like the room of requirement. Like I don't need to like fully you, customize. You're, you're have you haven't gotten far enough in yet because I bought all the spell cast things from that dude. In yeah, Hogsby, yeah, but, but I'm saying that like when you like want to go make po like if you need potions. No, right, I get that. You make them in there because not only are they cheaper, but you get more of a yield as yeah. opposed to just and buying. You can grow one. your own plant. I you know, can, but I, and like, also like I'm breeding thestrals. I'm breeding fucking hypocrite everything. bird horse things. I'm I'm breeding uh, uh all of the like I hold bestiary in there and shit. Yeah, you know, my biggest gripe is that when you're brewing potions and if you press pause or if you press go to like your map and your quest, it pauses the time of potions brewing. That is annoying. It's so dumb because I'm like, okay, I have a minute that I have to stand here. Let me at least like look through my quest right. log or collectibles. And then I go back and I was like, oh, I have 55 Yeah, but when I'm brewing left. potions, I just pull up my laptop. And I'm like, <laughs> I got three minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> so, um, I, um, yeah, the room requirement was annoying in the beginning, but once you once you put some stats into it, and once you're able, like once you need that, I'm stuff, fine yeah. with the functionality things. I don't need to like change it and decorate it. For and, me, like that's one of the things that I like in gaming. So that's for me. The man, I didn't need a whole mission around it. Oh, it was annoying uh, when she just stood there and watched you decorate it. It's like you can go now. I'm yeah. yeah, and then like it would be like all of that should have been like a two minute cinematic. It would literally be like out of the cinematic. <laughs> 
you'd press a button and then it would start a new cinematic. I guess they just want you to like really understand the mechanics because it is like it's confusing. It is a little confusing. My sister and I would have killed Deke with hammers. We can tell you that much. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking it's like, wow, they actually pretty much gave us a house elf. Yeah, I they know. did. They gave us a slave. Oh, uh, that was the other thing I saw. Somebody said something about how like this game encourages like a, a stop and uprising of the slave race. I was like, the elves are the slaves, not the goblins. Get it right, bitch. Like, come on. The, the, the goblins are, like, still second-class citizens, though. They're in charge of the finance systems. How oh, they second all right, Pat, Pat, just stop right there. <laughs> just, just stop right there. I'm saying in the world of Harry Potter. I'm not, I'm not even putting those two things together. Right, Pat, in Harry Potter, there's literally, a, in the Ministry of Magic, the most powerful governing body in all of Magical World. There's a statue of every magical creature. Witches yeah. and wizards are at the top, and, and literally below them them are goblins elves yeah and, there's there's you know. straight up like a hierarchy now is there this is a hierarchy. like a now, class system of people now, and now, races and now is that a height thing or is this a racism thing? it's it the latter racism <laughs> uh, i mean i know there's a lot of there's like a lot of Dude, criticism that, going on about that right now it's like, acceptable but it's to like, beat but, house elves. but also like yeah. but here's the thing is that like it takes place in the 1890s so of course those things are going to be reinforced even harder but it's also like in the wizarding world, that's how it always was. That like, there's a hierarchy, and like, the the whole point is them trying to like not have this that. You know, like, it. Just I think because, it, it used to be this way. So now it's I grew up no, in a different I, I, time. I but, but what I'm saying is that that's how the world was written because it's meant to be portrayed. And right. It's meant yeah. to be, yeah, yeah, a exactly, yeah. exactly, and like. Um, the whole point of the books is being like, it doesn't matter where you're from or like when we come to this place, we're all one thing. You Except know? Dude, if you're a house. The funniest, yeah. <laughs> the funniest part is like the whole original point of the Dobby storyline in the books was look at how how bad the Malfoys are for treating Dobby so poorly. Right. And then he gets freed at the end. And that's a great thing. And then <laughs> and then dies. To, <laughs> then to justify that Hogwarts has a whole kitchen staffed by slavery like they they jk rowling comes up with this like uh actually elves like this yeah. and dobby's weird for not wanting yeah. to, to work for free they prefer it this <laughs> way i know yeah that's the funniest fucking thing because it's like not you don't walk down in the kitchen i do you did the did you go in the kitchen not yet no so there's there's a, there's a kitchen for me now if Dobby that i did but like no it's full it's full of elves and they're in like tattered pillowcase dirty clothes now because obviously they can't wear clothes and they're free but i was just like they don't want to be there then if, if you didn't give if, them like a chef hat if <laughs> you can't they'd be free i know like it, and it is the problem but then, mike they do not want to be freed I, yeah but like it, it's oh, like oh fuck i got if, a chef's hat i gotta here, go out into the world here's my deal though you guys if dobby had the same arc as say somebody like killmonger i'd respect him you know what i mean honestly yeah where okay. he, you know give <laughs> the elves guns did you see did you see um one of the suits of armor upstairs uh like in the trophy room it's elf armor and it like the the like collectible card you get it's like oh this armor was made for this guy he had it specifically made for his elf who he wanted to bring into battle but he didn't realize that as soon as he gave him the armor that it freed him and he apparate disapparated away out of the armor yeah. and was oh, never seen again so fucking yeah. funny like, that was fun okay. clearly he wanted to be there though he yes. wanted to help yeah, yeah um, exactly okay uh Wild. so Let's actually, Nick, now that you've brought that up, I think it's important that we lightly talk about the story that's going on here. We don't have to give away anything. I know you guys haven't finished it yet. Um, however, it doesn't matter if you finished it because it seems that 
just anyone will post spoilers on Twitter to, you know, just fuck everybody over if they want. Um, so I knew two two things about how the game and ended. And you're going to ruin it for us. Yeah, yeah I'm not, not going to ruin that ending for you because when I saw it play out and I was invested in the campaign, I was like, oh, shit, okay, this is a big moment. Um, and the final boss fight is fucking wild. Um, you get to fight J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's a, a painting of her burning alive on a fucking stake. In, yeah, hold on, I'll no find it. Yes, there is. No way. All right, while you're pulling that up, there was two random things that I want to bring up. Um, you know those chests around with the eyeball? Oh, <laughs> I love those um, because they they yield so much money. But you the, violate the them. The whimper that they make. Oh my God, they're being violated. Yeah, I, I, the first time I opened it and it, it went like, whoa, 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 like with its things, I was like, I just like and then, molested and, and then, that chest. And then after it's like, oh. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. Like, I... I took it. Yeah, took you it. took something from it, and it's not pure anymore. <laughs> it's not pure. Okay, I found other... I found a thumbnail from a video that gives us it, but obviously they photoshopped her her face on that, like to be like for the video. But that is straight up supposedly a painting of J.K. Rowling burning alive in one of the in one of the rooms. Somehow in I find that hard to believe. Uh, I saw I saw it on TikTok and Twitter, so you know you can take those all with oh, absolute, absolute certainty. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be true. Uh, um. But I mean, um, either way, uh, we what's it called? We were talking about storyline. Yes, yeah, storyline. So I think the campaign is compelling up into a point, but I think they stretch it out far too long. There's a couple missions where I've been like, all right, let's wrap this up. And specifically, the second or third, and like even some of the last mission was just like, you just drained my health all the way to the fucking boss battle. And then it got to the point where I'm screaming on Discord at two in the morning with Joe Landry, like, fuck these goblins. Like, um, because it got it, the difficulty just ramped the fuck up. So yeah. I was finally able to beat him by like 3 a.m., I guess. And, uh, yeah, overall, like the way the game, the way the game, like the, the main quest closes and how you can still like attend classes and everything, you know, and prepare for your finals and shit. You know, that's just an excuse for you to continue to play in the open world and everything. Yeah. Um, I found that to be, um, what's it called? I found that to be, like, obviously very, like, the story was cool, but I don't feel like our character learned anything. You know what I mean? Like, there was no arc for him. There was no change in his... He it's was all, always great at everything. He's yeah. all just taking it right on the chin, no problem. <laughs> you know, like, he's uh, he's always, like, and depending on... It's your it's your choice. How you much of can, an asshole you exactly, want to be? <laughs> but it has no bearing on how the actual game plays out. I, yeah, you know? I I thought I would like people would get mad at me if yeah. I was just like, A nah, fuck cock you. Cock I'm sucker. the yeah. Like if you're like I'm the tits. Like you know this wasn't hard for me. Like you're probably bad at this. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, there was one interaction I had with uh, the potions professor, and. He was like, oh, did you work really hard on this thing? And rather than saying, like, yes, I did, I was like, well, I mean, you know, like, I did, pretty natural. I did what I had to do, you know, like I did, you know. And he was like, you should do more than, than the bare minimum going forward. Anyway, great job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there was one uh, when I unlocked the storage closet and let... Yeah, when you get him yeah, get the feather. When he gets the feather and, and he says, he asked me if I did something and I just straight did you up lie? lied to him and he goes... He just goes, it's best to tell the truth. Or and then he just goes, other than that, excellent. Today. Yeah, for, like, wow. for me, yeah. I, I told the truth. And he's like, well, I like a man that, you know, owns up to his shit. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> here's the thing I was going to say anyway. Yeah. Like, Do you think it was weird? I mean, like a weird decision to make the potions master 
look and like act Snape? like Snape, but not. <laughs> kind of. Like, they just, you know. They're like, all right, mm, how about, like, long, greasy black hair and a deep voice who, who is, like, and he's always condescending. And discerning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hello, this is Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Please Alan leave Rick- your message at the tone. Bop. Remember to the tell best, that the, joke at the party. Ha ha ha! I always think the best part about our podcast is when we quote Family Guy. Yeah. That's always the best. We're part. a Family Guy podcast. Um, I think uh, I think like it was one of those things where it's like let's cat like let's get this cast as like close to the people that the the fan base would know but like still not be them you know what i mean it's it's because there people, ain't nobody around that you actually know but it's like ron's fucking like great, great aunt, grandma aunt is, well, is a i like in there i like that they they pepper in people you know that are in the family lineage of people that you uh you know yeah that um, was cool but like you know every all the other teachers are clearly not the teachers i mean like the herbology teach professor clearly a different character, yeah. you know the everybody else, and then for potions they're like it's just a Snape knockoff. Maybe it's an homage. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're have just you guys like, gone you know, to whatever. the headmaster's office yet? Not yet. Not I yet. if I if I was the headmaster of Hogwarts, I'd be like, you guys got to get rid of all these fucking stairs. Dude, also, I was so happy when it turned out to be fucking Phineas Nigellus. I was like, yes. For what the headmaster is. Uh, Phineas Nigelis Black. He's mm-hmm. an ancestor of Sirius Black. Yes, and he's also a character in a painting in Dumbledore's office oh, in the book series. Interesting. Uh, yeah, he plays a big role in Deathly Hallows. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I don't read the books, so I don't read. <laughs> I don't read. Can't read. So, um, so speaking of not being able to read. Oh, dude. Uh, one other random character that in my version of the Azkaban mission, I had to go talk to a painting. Um, that was a diggery. Oh, yeah, cool. it was one of Cedric's ancestors. Mm. So, um, obviously, this game is marred in controversy right now. Do like fair enough because J.K. Rowling is a is a fucking asshole. She's Just, a turd burglar. That's a fuck. Turd that's the burglar. best way to say it. There's, she's a fucking asshole. Okay. What I don't like though is the <laughs> the insincerity of people who don't agree with her, which is. This Wired review right now obviously is going viral, right? They're saying the game is mid at best and its real world harms are possible to ignore. But so it's here, just like trying to get people to engage. Yes, trying to get people to engage. But, oh, dude, did they take it out? <gasps> they took out the fucking roundup. Oh, these motherfuckers. Were, what, were there good reviews? No, no, dude. They took out the. F- oh, here it is. Okay, they moved it up. All right, so they gave it a 1 out of 10. LOL. It helped me say Whoa. goodbye to the setting for good. The story is rooted in anti-Semitic tropes, and the gameplay feels dated. The graphics feel like they're a couple generations behind. All the characters are one-dimensional. It doesn't stay true to the established lore. Every character feels like an off-brand ca- version of the characters we know and love, which is that is actually kind of true. That's what and we just said. And there's no sense ago. of place, no magic, no heart. Now, listen, that is comp- the, this game, even if at its worst, is like a seven out of ten, like overall, yeah. not a a one out of ten is a game. I'd that give you a you, six, like that you, that that can't even that can't get it together. That doesn't run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here's the other thing too. 
this is why people should not just run with the headline, okay? Because so if you click on, now nothing against this, like I have nothing against this person at all, but I'm just saying, what's the legitimacy of this this game journalism when they're fucking reviewing vibrators and coffee and more sex toys all and like of, all of the, the ones best that are like, here for you? Like this is my no, no, point. No. Why would you ever take someone who said this seriously these because are they all, clearly don't know what the fuck they're talking about? These are all the first response of, hit tweets yes that are like oh, yeah. yeah like For it's sure. yeah it's like hey remember to buy this vibrator you should be using more lube and like i it's like okay who you using lube like, with? They, <laughs> like that's what i want to know they do say if you scroll over they're like you know sex tech is part of their that's totally fine. Talk about that it, is 100 yeah. percent fine. Is there a single We're other game? Positive. Is there a single other game review on here? I mean, but there's like there's like here's the top ten next gen Xbox games that you should play. You but that's can from December play. 2022. Keep, you know what keep, I mean? Keep going down. Um, but like predominantly, it's not about like mechanical keyboards. Isn't like controllers. One no, these, no, the, those are tech, tech news. Yeah, those are all tech news, and those are all affiliate link. Yeah, posts. and the other like, thing here it. is like, listen, I don't know if you guys have seen the Wired video where they tried to build a yeah. PC, <laughs> but they lost all credibility after they put that video out as far as I was concerned, and this just makes it even more... Um, at least drives the point home even more for me because like this is also under the fucking culture section, which it should not be. Like It's clearly just trying to... Yeah, like, that's exactly my point. And like, here's the other thing too, is that like... Um, what is it? Legacy Killer Gaming, Legacy Killers or Killer Legacy Gaming. Uh, he did a review. Um, a couple like, for instance, there's a writer. I believe he's at the Washington Post. His name's Paul Tassie, who he does nothing but write about video games and the video game industry for Washington Post. Right? Clearly, this is someone who has a like who has knowledge of credibility. This. Credibility. So like. When he gave his review and he said, I'm only giving this game an eight and a half out of 10 or like whatever out of 10, because this is how I feel about it after playing it for 20 hours or so. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's something I can respect. This, though, is clearly nothing but a bunch of fucking noise that somebody was upset and put this together. Right. You know what I mean? And like I said, we don't Did they play it? I, I don't even know. I would, How could they? I, I would assume if they're giving it a 1 out of 10 yeah. and for like, you know, it being marred in controversy then, that they did not buy it to not contribute to it and then can't review it because you didn't play it. And then it came to, and then remember it was, it was um, any review that gave it a positive score overall, but mentioned anything negative, they said was a paid review yeah. <laughs> yeah. because... They said negative things about it. How could it be a nine out of ten? Because some, because not all games are perfect. Well, I think all like, of us, like we spoke mostly about the negative aspects. Of, I know. of the game here, but I think we all overwhelmingly enjoy it. Oh yeah, oh, and like that was, the th and that's the best way to describe it. I was overwhelmed when I first started the game because I was like, I'm in fucking Hogwarts. I'm in fucking Hogsmeade. Da -da -da. Well, -da -da. you know what I mean. I like, don't want. I like. I know. You know. You brought that up for a point, but I do think it was one thing we neglected to mention is the amount of detail in the castle yes. and how different it is from the movies, but in an incredible way. Yes. It, it like every single room feels like it was done with incredible care and has its own character from the rest of the, the I've castle. heard it's actually closer to the books than it is closer. Uh, there to the, are the film. some elements that I noticed. It was like, okay, this is clearly 
uh, you know, they're taking more inspiration from the books. Yeah. And there are other things where it's nice that they take nods from the movie where it's like you you can borrow from that because there are things that the movie did right. But right. So it's in, it's so much fun to kind of walk around and, and discover. Look at it. So yeah. now obviously you guys know how the review situation went down. They did not give Kotaku or Polygon a fucking review code. Uh, they gave everyone who has legitimate credibility in this space skill up who I believe is the number one game reviewer on the fucking face of the earth. I will live and die by that man's words, except for Last of Us Part 2. Um, Fair. And uh, what's it called? He opted out of not getting a code, and he just said, I just didn't want to review it. I just don't feel like... But, like, you, you know how it is. Yeah. He's just going to catch a bunch of shit for it. Because um, he, like, he's he has integrity. You know what I mean? He was going like, to yeah, review just like, Look, this game as it. it is. So here's the other thing, though. I see a big criticism about how, like these outlets that are producing positive reviews that are producing these discussion boards or walkthroughs are profiting from the SEO of Hogwarts legacy. It's a good point, but so are the people like wired who are putting out articles that are SEO the fuck out for Harry Potter. That exact. It's just, so you're just a fucking hypocrite as well. Like you're making money. You're you're making making money. money from the Harry Potter IP. You are a fucking hypocrite as well. So, that's what I'm saying. The whole and like when you like I said, we talked about this earlier. When you get off Twitter, it's it's just yeah. not you know. And we don't got to get into the specifics of it. It's already just a tired trope. It's just like for people who may see that review, it's just keep in context of what's going on here. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying only listen to positive reviews, and I'm not saying if you don't like the game, don't give it a bet. If you give it an honest go, and you're like. This isn't for me. I didn't like it. I'd give it like a four out of 10 because of this, that, and the other thing, right? I might look at you like you have two heads, but I can at least respect your opinion. You know right. what I mean? I can at least tell that you gave it an honest go. But if you come out of this like a one out of 10 and like anything, you didn't give it a, you and didn't. everything you reviewed beforehand was nothing but vibrators because you clearly don't have a partner, um, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So, um, but yeah, overall, I would, I like if I were to score this game, I would give it a eight and a half out of 10. I think it's a solid first step in the right direction. I think it sets a template for all wizarding world games to come forward. Now what I want them to do is what I've been saying. I want them to do. I want them to just take the cast of characters that we love from the films and just make like an action adventure, like use the same combat, like extremely cinematic, like, get the voice cast, you know, get the cast from the films to voice the characters. Like just do like, you didn't see this in the movie and it didn't happen in the books, but this is an adventure that's canonical that only happens in this video game. You know what I mean? Or there's so like, much in the books that weren't in the movies. You can just subsidize. That's like, what I'm saying. Just something a little bit more cinematic that we can really see the fucking like the wow. Like, don't get me wrong. This had the wow factor, obviously. But, you know, you guys know me. My game of the year for 2022 was God of War. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean Elden Ring is not an amazing game. But, you know, I like story. I, I like being brought to fucking tears when I watch <laughs> it. So, so That's I, why know. we like episode three of The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, which, actually, real quick. Do you guys watch? It came out on Friday. Yes, I did. Oh, so good. It's it good. So good. Anyway. Um, so what would you give it? I mean, I mean I'll, I'll give it like an eight. Yeah. yeah like it's an like, eight. What about you, Nick? Probably somewhere around. All right. Eight. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we'll, we'll not a perfect game, but a one damn of them, close. Damn, damn, damn close. I think I, I felt more kind of uh, negative about it when I first started playing. But as uh, I picked up abilities along the way and and the game really started to start chugging along, I was like, okay, I see what they're doing here. This, this is, feels good. Th- I just That is the same mentality I had when I played Days Gone. Yeah. Do you remember what <laughs> yeah. I said when it came out? I was like, Days Gone's a great game when you get past the first five hours. And then Danny goes, you mean the... 
like the opening, like the tutorial where they're, te- I was like, oh yeah, I guess. Hello. They're coming to get us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, listen, that's, um, you have to be realistic about these things. And as much as I love this game and I'm having a great time, it's not a 10 out of 10. No. Because I've seen what 10 out of 10s are and we have to keep our um, expectations in check. Uh, and I think this is just another great release for 2022. Solid. Like if you're a gamer, 2023, 2023, my bad. If you're a gamer or if you're a Harry Potter fan and you're like, I want to pick up a console or like to play this, like by all means go, I would, this is the one, if you were looking for something to pick up a console for, I feel like this is the first true one that you should give it a go for, you know? Yeah. Like I even see. I even see some girls on Instagram that I know aren't gamers posting like I bought a PS five just for this game. Yeah. I mean, you it's got that mean? kind like, of factor. Yeah. And it set a record for 1.2 million concurrent viewers of a single player game on, on Twitch, st- Twitch before yeah. it even came out and set sales records. It was I, wild. Think, I think like the percentage, it's something like, uh, I read like the talk the, on Mike, the Blair, the Blair, whatever association that's whatever her fucking creative team oh, the is creative thingy. that 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 like she didn't work on this game the her creative team worked in tandem with the creatives at avalanche to make sure everything is canonical right everything fits the world like can we use that you know what i mean um they've already made five million dollars just on pre-orders wow not the shit that happened over this weekend so i'm very curious to see where it lands where it lands and that's just from steam yeah. You don't even know. You may not never even know what the console numbers are, and that's a bigger market than Steam. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I I love it. I <laughs> I love I, lo- I love that. <laughs> we, we love it. We love it. So yeah. Um, I got overall, some, I got on. some breaking news here, boys. We're, t- we're talking about this before the show started, but uh, the U.S. has shot down a fourth flying object over Lake Huron. Cool. Fifteen minutes ago, <laughs> bro. Like, dude. I'm telling you right now, we are literally in the first stages of an alien invasion. I or know, you keep the fact saying. they've been here for a while, and now, hold on, let me give a tinfoil hat now. <laughs> um, and they're fucking, uh, what's it called? And now they're just like, hey, you know, fuck these guys, and they're just shooting them out of the sky now, you know? I, uh, I I keep seeing threads. It's like the aliens show up, and they're like, we're here to take over, and, and everybody's just like, please, they're not doing a good enough job. <laughs> yeah. We welcome that. Yeah, really. Um Okay, so yeah, overall, Hogwarts Legacy. It gets the thumbs up from us. 8 out of 10. Check it out. 8 out of 10. We love it. It's time for Clip of the Week. Oh, yeah. It's the Clip of the Week. Oh, it's the Clip of the Week. It's the Clip of the Week. All right. Looks like this guy can use a fucking broom. So this one's for uh, Joe Enright, who said that we Joe could, Lopez. Joe, Joe, Joe Lopez. Sorry, my, my, my mistake. It's all uh, good. It's all good. Joe Lopez, this one's for you. Let's do it. And you go. No break. Look me. You go. No break. <laughs> oh, does he hit a monkey? He's like, come on! Hello, <laughs> <Hell of laughs> bunga bros! <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Can you can you guys believe that this is one of the um? What is it? Uh, the 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 seven deadly sins or whatever sloth? <laughs> that fucking guy right yeah. there, just chilling. So wait, he just 
crack he just cracks the sloth like, right I, lo- I love that the, like this sloth 30 seconds later reacts like, oh wow he did fucking clock it huh I, the first time I watched it I thought he slowed down or something but uh, yeah he just rams right into it I just clocked it straight ready now so, now wait home play he reacts now Oh man! What the fuck? <laughs> um, did you? Is there, any, is there any? Is there any follow? Dude, that was on this? one of the best comments. <laughs> really? It was I'm seventeen ellipse walking seventeen <laughs> ellipse here. Uh, so, question: What is the um the protocol? Yeah. Well, not even the protocol. You slowly What's, pull him up and, and drop, him drop him. What's the follow up here? Somebody, one of the best comments was like, "I'd pick him up and show him the the jungle at sixty miles an hour." <laughs> He's just like, oh no, <laughs> I never moved this fast before. So, like, they didn't get him off the line or nothing. Yeah, like, I don't know. I didn't see any follow up, but I do know that they can't. Like, they can move fast and they can hurt you. So I I've don't, seen him. I don't real life. Yeah, oh yeah. I've seen him kill a man. I've seen him take I a man one, down. I've had one hug me before. Yeah, killed yeah. Pat when I did that. Yeah, he's a ghost. <laughs> God damn it, Butters! You told me I was a ghost. <laughs> um, when I did the um. When I did that SeaWorld camp, like a year, like when I was in seventh grade, they had like a they had a sloth and you got to hold it and everything. It yeah, they got times. they got talents. I'm trying to. Uh, did I? See? Uh, I did see a lot of sloth facts in the threads. One of oh the best. <laughs> one of the best facts that I learned was, uh, it takes muscle. Uh, you know, they have to use their muscles to um, open their hand. Their resting hand is closed. Oh, cool. So when they're asleep. They're you know resting with their hands closed around a branch. Oh, so they never have to like actively mentally hold. Yes, shit. exactly. Cool. Sick. Sloth fact. I didn't sloth know that. Fact. There you go. Sloths are cool, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sloth. And that's and that's what we're leaving you with this week. Sloths are cool, everybody. Um. Yeah. So that that's it, huh? We I think we got this one in the bag. Yes, all right. So. Cool. So thanks so much for listening to episode one hundred and one of Press Any Key. Once again, you can find us on all social media at pressanykey.tv, our website pressanykey.tv, and um, yeah, we'll see you next week for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Everybody, get mm-hmm. ready, oh, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> okay. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>